there, and welcome to Babies and the Bachelor. I'm Chandler. And I'm Allison. I'm We're just two moms who enjoy watching trashy TV. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah, she's pretty strong. Maybe. Well, welcome back. Week two. What? Oh, <laughs> I just got like a little. <laughs> she must have hit you pretty hard. I say you just have really sensitive skin. She probably barely hit it. <laughs> well, my skin. We two of Matt James. Yeah. Sorry, this is gonna. <laughs> <laughs> There's like little hairs all over the microphone. Our kids are playing so up. We start laughing early. Anyway, it's probably because yes. they're doing something. Abigail's very happy to have friends to play with. She's way more social than I am. And I feel like that's going to be a problem down the road. <laughs> oh, that's funny. She's going to force me out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Well. Oh, man. Week two. I'm a little irritated with this season, but. Really? Like, I really like it. But at the same time, I kind of feel like because he's so new that the season is so cliche. And like, we're just, I don't know. And this Victoria girl, like my sister said last night, she's like, it feels like she took, she watched all the seasons and took every villain and like put them together and made herself into that villain. And then is using like every stunt within the first couple episodes that they normally use. I could totally see that. I've also seen like posts on Instagram. Mm. Which I probably won't be able to find again because I didn't send it to anybody. But about how they think she's a producer plant. Like, she's not an actual contestant. Yeah. But someone was like, here, do all this. And Mm -hmm. I would believe it. I would, too. Because it's almost just, like, too good to be true. And she's awful. She's too cliche, too. And I'm like, we'll get into it. Yeah. We will. <laughs> I have a lot to say about Victoria, and I feel like, do you remember Chasen and Ed, where we yeah. said it was the Regina George effect, how you can't yes. stop talking about him because you can't stand him? That's yes. going to be us and Victoria. <laughs> it is. She's just like, ugh, someone you love to hate, didn't you say that the first episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is quite entertaining. Yes. True. So... They've been starting, like, the episodes with these cold opens, and I don't like it. Like, where they showed her blacking out, Sarah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I... Mm-hmm. There's, like, no context or anything. Yeah. What was the first one? Oh, the vibrator Vibra- yeah. girl. Because we, we were like, oh, did we just skip? Did I start it, like, later? In yeah. <laughs> it totally throws me off, and it's weird, and it's it's new, and they don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So we get Sarah blacking out, and that was it. And then all of a sudden, Matt's running through the countryside. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that further affirms that I would have left the show if he's right. Yes. Like, this is not going to work out. (laughs) No. (laughs) He says the cliche things. Night one was everything he hoped for. One of these women could be my wife. He hasn't found true love yet, but he wants to feel that. All those cliche bachelor stuff. And so we go to the ladies arriving at the Nemecolon Resort. I was like, where were they before? Oh, yeah, because they were like, <laughs> this is so yeah. beautiful. Like, I can't believe we get to stay here. I'm like, where were they the night before? And where did they sleep that night if they were just moving yeah. in? Well, that makes you wonder what the timeline is. Because remember, it was like daylight when those girls were walking out. 
I don't know. Oh, that's right. It's like, did they never spend the night? Was it just like a day? And then right after the cocktail party, they got changed and they were like, here's your place where you're staying. It might have been. I don't know. Because, yeah, I was like thinking the same thing. (laughs) Where are they? Yeah, that totally. Yeah, they could have been the rose ceremony and they said, quick, go change your clothes. Which now I want to go back and see like if their hair is the same or. That's true. And their makeup and stuff. Or maybe that was before the rose ceremony. Oh, that's true. Maybe they showed up. Well, no, because they showed them quarantined in their rooms, remember? Oh, that's right. Maybe they stayed at the hotel again one more night after the cocktail party and then moved all their stuff into the... I'm just very confused. (laughs) You know. Because if they were there for two weeks, I don't know if that main building has the hotel rooms or if it's like a separate place where they hang out. I have no clue. Yeah. I I don't know. But it's it's quite confusing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sarah's talking about how pretty the leaves are and it's beautiful fall and it made me want it to be fall. (laughs) I love fall. I love going to the mountains and looking at the leaves. Victoria says, this is my kingdom and Matt's my king. I'm not here to be in a sorority. Chris walks in, congratulates Abigail on the first impression rose. And then someone says, and the first kiss. (laughs) And he says, congrats on both. And I'm like, man, I bet that was really awkward. Why would you yell that out? Well, and who knew that? Like, I don't know. Unless they saw her or she told someone that she thought wouldn't tell anybody. I don't know. I I just thought that was a weird. Yeah. So Chris tells us we have three group, or not three group dates, three dates in general, one group date and two one-on-ones, which was weird. Don't they usually do two group dates the first week if they have such a big group of girls? Yeah, I think there's usually one 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 Yeah. Yeah. So they had one big group date and two one-on-ones, um, and he leaves the card, and the date card says, Brie, love is an adventure. Matt comes and gets Bree, and he's got four-wheelers out front. And Bree says, are we going to drive these? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to take them apart and put them back together. Or we're just going to look at them. Like, of course you're going to drive yeah. them. Okay, and another thing that maybe we just don't know anything about fashion, but me and my sister were cracking up last night because her sweater was, like, tied a- around her shoulder. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, her black sweater over her sleeveless turtleneck yes and it was like across like this instead of like over her shoulders or around her waist it was across well people wear fanny packs like that now have you seen that where no. they wear them like diagonal across your chest that's so i know <laughs> when did that become a thing i don't know it is super weird oh gosh yeah so we totally do not get fashion I guess we're getting old i don't know <laughs> not in the at 26 and you're 25 25 we are old women who do not understand the youngsters yeah i guess not so matt's putting the helmet on brie and all the girls are talking about how jealous they are i'm like i bet that's really awkward to have someone put your helmet on you for you especially those are so tight yeah and yeah. that's not a particularly romantic thing to do. No, oh my not. gosh, he's putting her helmet on for her. I wish you would do that for me. <laughs> what? Kit says this would be her ideal date. Oh, did I bring she the just... pictures? Yeah, Kit said that would be her. Oh gosh. <laughs> I almost fell out of my chair. Here we go. Which is not what I would expect from her at all. I could not. No. Someone who grew up in New York City does not seem like the kind of person that would find four-wheeling in Mm-mm. the mud as a ideal date. Yeah. It's like, I doubt that. And then as they're driving off, Victoria's like, well, she's not very good at it. 
Who cares? <laughs> How can you be bad at just steering a four-wheeler? Then Victoria's trying to stir stuff up with the girls. She's not happy she's not on that date. She says, I'm so sick of you guys. I just want to hang out with Matt. <laughs> and Anna says, aren't you going to cause yourself to tailspin if you think like that every time? She's like, I'm not tailspinning. I'm the only one that's being real. <laughs> I'm like, no, Anna's right. So Victoria just likes to run her mouth. Yes. And she is going to tailspin unless she's a plant and doesn't actually care. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Who was it last season, Tasia season, that just ran their mouth to? Ed. Okay, was it Ed? Ed wouldn't shut up. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I was like, there was someone else like that. Yeah. So Matt and Bree's date. Bree hops onto Matt's four-wheeler, and he asks if she trusts him. So he starts doing donuts Ooh. and slinging mud, and then the ATV flips over. <laughs> and Bree's like, I trusted you. <laughs> Okay, that could have been really bad, though. I know. When I saw it flip over, I was scared yeah. for a second. I was like, oh, gosh, they're going to get crushed, and the the, the ambulance is going to yeah. come, and it's going to be awful. Oh, they're, like, lucky no one broke anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was bad. And Matt was like, Bree's mom is going to kill me. It's the first date, and I'm launching her off of an ATV. And then he apologizes to her mom over the camera and says, I vow to protect her better from now on. And he calls her Miss Bree. Miss Bree's mom, yeah. So after that, they pull up to a wood-fired hot tub, and they've got, like, drinks, and it looked like a charcuterie board laid out. I was like, man... Out of all the cliche dates, I would freaking love a hot tub looking over the mountains yes. with the fall colors. With snacks. Yeah. If I need to relax, I'm like, I just want access to a hot tub, right? Yeah. Now. I just want to sit in a hot tub with a nice view. Yes. So before they get in the hot tub, they have to cut up wood to fire up the hot tub. So Matt takes his shirt off. Okay, that was so planned. So planned. <laughs> And he starts chopping wood shirtless, and she's just watching him, like, drool coming out of her corner of her mouth. What? And she says she wasn't trying to count his abs, but he has anywhere from 8 to 16. Oh, my God. We were laughing because my sister's sister-in-law, last Monday, she was out in Utah, and they watched it with her, and that was the first time her sister-in-law had ever watched it. And so she got hooked, and so this is her second time watching it. And she was like, do you think they tell them to do that? I was like, absolutely. She's like, I wonder how much they tell them to do. Like, if they were like, okay, Matt, we need you to take off your shirt. Yeah. And then pick up that axe really slow. <laughs> They're coaching them through it. Yeah. I started watching, well, I guess I finished it today, DeMarcus Family Rules. And it's about one of the singers from Rascal Flats and his uh, family. Uh-huh. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is the most scripted and produced reality <laughs> TV show I have ever watched in my life. That's so funny. I'm like, there. that is totally, like, read from a line. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting if you would like to watch it. But it's very scripted. It was very entertaining, though. So they hop in the hot tub, and they're sipping champagne. And they're talking about how their near-death experience brought them so close. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And Matt's embarrassed that he tossed her off the four-wheeler. And Bree says, you have to find a way to redeem yourself for that. So they kiss. Of course. Of course. And Matt says, I got some mud in my mouth. And they laugh. I'm like, that's gross. (laughs) That's really gross. I would have been gagging. I'm like, ugh. (laughs) So we cut back to the ladies. Uh, Victoria's mouthing off to somebody. And then you cut to the other girls talking about Victoria Anna says, I thought Queen Victoria was an act, but now I think that's actually her, which is even scarier. I, 
Yeah. Which is true. And then you get Victoria talking to somebody and it turns out she's mouthing, not mouthing off, but she's just like ranting on and on and on. And it's mm-hmm. one of the producers. Yeah. So I'm like, either she's a producer plant and she's like updating her on what's yeah. been going on or nobody likes her and she has nobody to talk yeah. to. So she's talking to the producers. And even if she's not a producer plant, I bet she's like one of those contestants that does whatever the producers tell her so that she gets more screen time. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't think any of this is real. A while back and looked on her Instagram and I'm trying to remember like all the queen stuff. It looks Mm -hmm. like it started probably around the time they were casting. Okay. Like if you go past there, I don't see anything like that. So I think it's totally, she just wants screen time and to get famous. Yes. She wants to be Instagram famous. So. Yeah. But it makes for good TV. Yeah. They're probably sick and tired of listening to her talk. So they're all of them have just been like, I don't want to hear it anymore and leave her alone. So yeah. she's like, whoever I can talk to. So Brie and Matt are having their dinner, talking about how much fun they had. Um, we learned that Brie was raised by a single mom. Her mom got pregnant with her at age 13. I gasped when she said that. I was like, holy crap. That is so young. Oh, yeah. Like, I work with the youth at church, and I usually work with the 12 to 14-year-old girls. Mm -hmm. I could not even imagine. Maybe it's just the girls I work with, but they seem so young and so, like, innocent and oblivious to all that stuff. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I cannot even. means you'd have, like, a three-year-old and be, like, 16 years old. Yeah. Said her mom never dated because it's just been them two their whole life. But while during quarantine, she learned that her mom has a fiancé and is pregnant and is going to start a new family that she's not part of. So she doesn't feel like she has a home anymore. Which I saw on Instagram that Brie is... 24 mm-hmm. and so her mom is 37 younger than claire <laughs> oh wow and she's yeah. finally getting i don't know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. like if i were in Bree's situation i don't know what i would do but from an outsider looking in i feel like she's getting that new start to her life right i don't know it's just a weird mm-hmm. situation but i feel like her mom deserves that though yeah i get where brie's coming from and how she probably feels but i'm sure her mom isn't like you can't be a part of this life yeah this family it's just like she's finally getting to have that life that she never had yeah and i i bet she's still close with her mom and they're like best friends and but also they're gonna have kids the same age growing up if Brie settles down soon, whether That's with Matt or true. not, they're going to have kids the same age. So what is that? It would be like their aunt or uncle being yeah. like their same age. Yeah. hmm So weird. It's so weird. <laughs> like, my mom got remarried, what, two, how long have I married? Three years ago? I've been married almost four years. And I told her when she gets, when she got married, I said, y'all better not have any baby. I mean, she didn't want to have any kids, but I'm like, if y'all have any kids, that's going to be weird. Like, they're going to be the same age as my kids. Yeah. So we were talking about Brie and her mom. Matt asks how her relationship with her pops was. And I love that he always calls everybody's dads their pops. I don't know. if Is that like a Southern thing? I think it is an old Southern thing. You don't okay. hear it as much. Yeah. But it definitely is very Southern. Okay. How's your pops? Yeah. I figured. I was like, I never say that, but I've heard Spencer call his dad pops before. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I guess I wasn't like born in the South, so because <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> she says she somewhat has a relationship with her dad, but he was absent most of her life. And growing up, everybody asked where her dad was. Matt feels the same way when he needed his dad growing up. He wasn't around. He always asked what was wrong with him and his brother. You know, why isn't his dad around? And he always gravitated towards friends with families. Bree says uh, she's surprised by how many parallels there are between them. She also gravitated towards friends with big families. And that's what she wants for herself. Um, That one person that she can feel like, this is my family. So they toast to a continued adventure and exploring love together. Then we cut back to the ladies again. And Victoria's (laughs) running her mouth again. She says, I wouldn't want a group date based on how I feel in the group right now. (laughs) I can't be my most authentic self. Although I would do it for Matt, I would rather wait for a one-on-one. And there's a knock on the door, and we get a date card. And this is a date with 18 girls. And it is Chelsea, Serena P., Abigail, Sydney, Ileana, Kristen, Lauren, Jasenia, Serena C., Kit, Kaylee, Katie, MJ, Mari, Piper, Rachel, and Victoria. I'm looking for the one. And Elena, who's not on the date, says, there's so many girls that have a problem with Victoria. I think the group date is going to be a show and victoria says just don't be negative tomorrow guys (laughs) she was and i love how she was just talking about how she wouldn't want to go on a group date and then she got it and she was like yay yeah i was like oh my god literally everything she says is just like she's like a walking contradiction yeah i'm like you say one thing but like that is completely contradictory to the way you act yeah or like later when she gets into drama with one of the girls everything she says about that girl i'm like you're literally describing yourself and how you are acting exactly so Mm brie and matt matt talks about how it's hard being vulnerable, but he's trying to do things differently so they don't have any doubts. He loves how she opened up and how adventurous she is. Those are qualities he's looking for. So he gives her the rose and they kiss. We cut back to the ladies and they're talking and all of a sudden they hear fireworks outside and they're all like, oh man. Okay, which I was like, have they never seen this show before? Like it always ends in fireworks and it's always on their date and I don't know. Yeah. The the part that made me laugh was someone said, so they're probably making out right now. Yeah. Cut to them making out. <laughs> of course they are. And someone says, so we know she got a rose. Good for her, I guess. But that sucks. And Victoria, who can't keep her mouth shut. Well, now you guys know how I felt this morning and you were so rude to me. And this is the issue I had all day. I'm here to spend time with Matt. If that's not important to you, then that's perplexing to me. And Elena says, nobody said that. <laughs> Some random person said your negative energy is bringing everyone down. I'm not negative. You were just saying the same thing. Piper says we're all having our own experience. No one's trying to bring you down. One of you just said I was negative. And Serena sees like, you're, you're just you're just getting upset. <laughs> yeah, because you guys are crazy. <laughs> you are the crazy one. And Chelsea speaks up and the disconnect is when people start speaking for other people. And Victoria starts doing that. Thanks for saying that because I'm being authentic and real. And you guys, and someone's like, you can't group us together. Mm-hmm. Multiple people insult my character. Marilyn's you can't clump us into a group. She goes, then I will narrow you out. Talking to Marilyn, you were rude to me. How was I rude? You said, I want to pick your brain and see why you act the way you do. <laughs> Which so does everybody else. I know. <laughs> Even if she said that, like, yeah, everybody wants to know what's going on in your head. And Marilyn said, I said, I would like to get to know each other so we can understand each other better. Oh, yeah. Victoria said, I didn't make up the words. I just said that was insulting. 
And Marilyn, in a confessional, says Victoria is dealing with a lot of her own insecurities right now. We have to room together and trying to make it work. I'm like, oh, gosh, poor girl. Is her roommate. Victoria says, I'm so over it. Walks off and grabs her luggage. Marilyn is psychologically disturbed. I will sleep on a couch rather than share a room with her. I don't even care. I'm going to be with Matt. I literally am a queen, which do you know what literally means? Because you are literally not a queen. Yeah, you're not a queen. (laughs) I can't wait for Matt to send her home so I can have my own room as a queen should. (laughs) On my mind, there are so many things, like I said, she's the girl you love to hate. And I just laugh. I just laugh. Yeah. She's so ridiculous. You just have to laugh at her. I know. And I feel bad for Marilyn. I do too. I think she means, like, she seems really genuine too. Like, she means what she says. And she really is just trying to make it work. And she's really just trying to figure out where she's coming from. And realizes Victoria's got some serious issues. And she's handling it way better than I would have if she was my roommate. I know. (laughs) Props to her. I literally don't even know what I would do. Because I'm so (laughs) non-confrontational. I'd probably just, like, hide in a closet and cry. I would have been the one moving on to the couch. Like, I wouldn't have I'm stayed like in there. I'm calling my mom. Come pick me up. Yeah, I can't handle these girls. It's, he's not worth it. <laughs> so, yeah. I have no idea how I would deal with Victoria. Cutting to the group date the next day. Um, Matt says, coming from divorce, he doesn't know what a healthy marriage is. And today he wants to see what that looks like. Okay, for a second, I thought he was saying... His, I'm like, whoa, he was not married. I know. His parents. I was like, whoa. Same thing. When he first said that, I was like, he was divorced? Yes. Like, where was I? And it took a minute to click. Yeah. But the way he said it did make it sound like he was divorced. But he says, today he wants to see what that looks like. I'm like, okay, so a wedding photo shoot is going to show you what a healthy marriage is? Yeah, no. Because I don't think he knew about the second part of the date. It seemed like he was surprised. So, yeah, a wedding photo shoot is supposed to show you a healthy marriage? Okay, Matt. <laughs> like, what was it? Taisha and Isaac's... Not Isaac. Ivan. I- <laughs> <laughs> Taisha and Ivan's date was in like... Ice bucket? Yeah, it? and Chris said something like, they were going to put your relationship to the test yes. to see if it'll last. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, so they have interesting ways of testing relationships. Yes, they do. The girls walk up and it's rainy. Matt is posing under an arch um, for the camera. The girls all scream. And then he starts hugging them. Like, does he have to hug every single one of them? All 18 of them? (laughs) I mean, that took a solid 20 minutes. Yeah. So he says he's confident he could see his potential wife in the group, but he's a visual person. So they're doing a photo shoot to visualize what the day would look like. And it's Bachelor Nation's beloved photographer, Franco. Ooh. Which we talked about him last season. He was the one yeah. that did Tasha and Zach. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pictures were not very good that they showed the okay. shots of. Yes. My sister, she was like, my sister a photographer, and she was like, there is no way his pictures look like that. And she said she thinks they do that so people can't, like, steal them off the oh. show. I mean, I think that would take a lot of work to, like, you'd have to, like, pause and get it. I don't know how you would do that. But she thinks. Cause like, there's screenshots from the film or something? Yeah. Like, she doesn't think it's actually once he took. Because then, have you realized, like, afterwards on their Instagrams when they show those pictures usually? Okay. 
they're really clear. Interesting. Because the ones they showed were, like, really blurry and really yeah, bad. Yeah, and she's like, I really don't think those are the ones he took. Or they make them blurry so that no one can steal the pictures or try something. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think he is beloved by Bachelor Nation. I think he's beloved by the producers. Because yeah. last season with Tasha yeah. and Zach, and he kept pushing Tasha to do stuff she didn't want to do, like, put the veil on and yes. stuff. And she was obviously very uncomfortable, and I don't think anybody liked that. Yeah. So, I said, not him again. <laughs> um, Franco tells them they have 10 minutes to get dressed, so the girls run into a room full of wedding dresses and accessories. Victoria runs over and says, I got my crown. Don't remember who's queen in no time. So, they have to... That's really fast, 10 minutes to pick a dress. Yes. Also, are they all the same size? I know. That's what I'm like. How do these just like magically fit? I know. Unless they had like a rack and they're like, this is the two to four rack. Or I guess they have to have a zero to two with those girls. Yeah. A four to six and an eight to ten and whatever. I bet they do that. Or, and I bet when they like uh, apply and stuff, so they probably have to tell their sizes. Their size. Yeah. Yeah. And then they probably look at the people's sizes and then decide what racks to have there. So I'm like, they're all very fit and thin, but they're mm-hmm. not all the same size. No, yeah. All right. So they all get dressed. They start doing the photo shoot. There wasn't anything very interesting except Mari. He was doing the photo shoot with Mari, and she tried to smile, and I'm like, has she had plastic surgery? Because she looked like she was having a hard time smiling. I don't know if I you noticed that. that. She smiled, and it was like a... It looked like a plastic surgery <laughs> smile. I'm trying to remember which one she is. Mari... She's a long, dark She's hair. a beauty, yeah. Oh. It says marketing director, but she was in the pageant. Yes. Okay, yeah, I would not be surprised if she's had some plastic surgery. And then Franco says something about Las Diosas, which means, like, the goddesses. And Victoria walks up and says, last royal wedding, and then walks up to, like, take over. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, she has to know how obnoxious she is. There's no yeah. way you can be like that and be oblivious to it. Oh, yeah. Like, you were intentionally trying to get attention. Mm-hmm. And someone needs to teach her how to wear a dress with a bra that doesn't show. Yes! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she had a black bra yes. under that. Oh, and we'll get to the rose ceremony, but I was like, honey, <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. So she walks up. Franco tells her to hold on. And then he finishes up with Mari, and then he calls Piper up. And Victoria's like, did you forget about our wedding? He's like, I didn't forget about it. Come on in. Like, he was trying to pretend she wasn't there, which, yeah. same. <laughs> so they're doing pictures. Victoria hikes up her dress and has a garter on. She has Matt take it off. Yeah. And then she goes in for the smooch, and it just looked really uncomfortable. Like, I feel like oh. Matt was trying to end it, and she kept going for yes. it. Yes. Every, both times they kiss, because I'm pretty sure they kissed again at some point. I can't remember when that was. Oh. She asks for yes. that later. And, oh, you can, like, tell that he's just like, well, let's just, just get this over with. It's like the producers told him, hey, Matt, we're going to hang on to her for a while, because she's good for TV. Yeah. So just pretend like you like her. Ugh. And it definitely feels like he's pretending. Yes. And they're like, you have to play along. So Chris shows up and he says, getting married will be the happiest, most romantic day of your life. But to stay happily married, that takes hard work. So along with love, Matt is looking for a woman that will fight for him. So he takes the guys and says, we'll see you in a little bit. Half of the girls didn't get their photos, so they're upset. Victoria's, like, walking past everybody and waving her veil in their faces. Yes. I, oh. 
like, especially if I was Piper, I'd be really mad. Because Piper was supposed to be next, and then yeah. Victoria took her spot. <laughs> so, group date, part two. The girls walk into a clearing in the woods. <laughs> and they're all wearing, like, the same white sneakers, which... Oh, I didn't notice that. You had to have known... If you were getting dressed for a wedding photo shoot and mm. they gave you sneakers to wear, that something was up. You yeah, know what I that's mean? true. There's no yeah. way they all just happen to have the same shoes. Um, I probably would have been oblivious. So <laughs> like, like, okay, oh. these are comfy. Yeah. Okay, but the slow mo that they did of all of them like walking down, they like slowed it down. Walking were- into the woods. Yes, I don't remember oh that. Oh my gosh, it was so. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, because they all, like, had their dresses hiked up yes. and torn and stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They're playing Capture the Heart. There's two teams, red and gold, and the team that captures the other team's heart and takes it back to the arch wins. Throughout the course, there's purses, bouquets, and cake that they're going to dip into paint and tag the opponent. <laughs> I'm like, so does that mean they're out? Or is it just so that they can get messy? Yeah, I was wondering that same thing. I think it was just so they get messy, because I don't think anyone was ever, like, out. I agree. MJ is very excited. Yeah. Which she totally seems like the kind of girl that would enjoy this. But like I said, I don't like to get messy. (laughs) (laughs) I think I wouldn't have enjoyed people shoving painted cake in my face. Yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know. I guess I'm just... I don't want to say I'm prissy. I just don't like to get dirty. Yeah, no, I get it. I would love that. Me and my sister and my cousin went and did that one time, just like got white shirts and then just like threw paint at each other. I think if it was just paint, that'd be fine. But the cake was too much for me. Yeah, like I even on our wedding day, we decided not to shove cake in each other's faces. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not into that. <laughs> so the winners get to spend a romantic evening with Matt. The losing team goes home wondering, I wonder who's making out with Matt right now. <laughs> there are no rules. This comment by Victoria made me laugh so hard. <laughs> she said, my team is a bunch of queens and the other team is a bunch of gestures. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we were dying. My sister's brother-in-law was like, did she just say gestures? <laughs> she said gestures. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, she's a different level. I like stopped and I was so confused. <laughs> and then I realized she meant jesters. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> she was so confident. Uh, yeah, she was. Oh man. Yeah, it took me a second, too, because it's like it's not far off from the right word, but you're like, wait, that's not the right word. A bunch of gestures. (laughs) Gestures. Oh, my gosh. I freaking died. (laughs) I just can't. I, oh, my gosh. And even, like, when I told Justin about it, I just, I I can't help but, (laughs) it's so funny. It's so stupid. (laughs) So, they're playing. I was, like, trying to take notes on this, but there's no talking, and I'm like, I don't know how to describe what's happening. So Kayla, like, books it across the field and then, like, eats the ground. She, like, yeah. slides and face plants. MJ takes a purse to the face. Franco is out there running around and taking yeah. pictures. <laughs> his gonna... outfit, that was insane. Oh, his pink, oh, yeah. we didn't even talk about that. He's got the hot pink suit yes. with, like, a fur cape yeah. over it. Oh, gosh. Rachel has the heart, but then MJ takes her down. 
Mari grabs the other heart, and then five people pile on top of her, and then somehow MJ grabs a heart and runs, and then red team wins. And then the MVB, the Most Valuable Bride Award, goes to Mari. So she joins the winning team for the after party. The gold team says goodbye and heads home. Rachel is very upset. And then the losing girls are all just talking about how upset they are that they have to go home. Okay, when they cry, though, on, like, the first group day, it kills me. I'm like, really? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. I didn't get time in that. It's like, like, you don't, how do you, you don't even have, like, a strong connection with him. Right. But the other thing, too, is, like, these girls are not allowed to bring anything with them to entertain yeah. themselves. They're not allowed to bring books. I think they can bring a journal. They can't work. They can't bring workout equipment. Like, mm. literally all they have to do is swim in the pool, sit around and think about math. Yeah. Or the drama. Mm-hmm. Or each other. Like, there's nothing else to occupy their minds. Yeah. So, I could see how, like, you know, if all you have to do is think about this boy. You could totally create feelings and oh, scenarios yeah. in your head. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> Hi! Do you want to come up here? <laughs> like, I got Hi, you. Sweetie. You are so happy today. <laughs> I love happy Abigail. All right. So the after party, Matt gives his little typical spiel. He talks to Lauren first. She says she wants a man in faith. Her faith was key in her parents' relationships, and her dad taught her to keep God first. And Matt says he's never started off a relationship saying he's Christian. Because there's preconceived notions and it turns people off. But what she said is what he wants a healthy relationship to be built off of. He says, you're smart, you're sweet, but unfortunately you went to Carolina. And she said, I knew you were going to go there. (laughs) Which I think Lauren went, I think what he's referring to is NC State, right? Because there's several state or colleges that you could be referring to when you say Carolina. You could mean yeah. USC Chapel Hill, like the Carolina Tar Heels. That's what I assumed he was NC mean. State is the Wolfpack. And then you've got the Gamecocks, South That's true. South Carolina. Here it's the whole, like, when you refer to Carolina, which one is it? Is it South Carolina or North Carolina? Yeah. I feel like if he said you went to, he would have said South Carolina. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not, though. Since he's from North Carolina. Yeah. So, I don't think it's Chapel Hill. Well, where did he go again? Wake Forest? He went to Wake Forest. So what's their rival school? Because that's probably why. That's the only reason I can see why he'd say Wake that. Forest's biggest rival. Yeah, it's the Tar Heels. And okay. so UNC Chapel Hill. That's a good school. UNC yeah. Chapel Hill is... Yeah, that's I've heard a really it's very, fairly difficult to get into it UNC is. Chapel Hill. So she's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Give she you looks a... smart. Like, yeah. She looks like she's... Yeah. She means business. So that's funny that they went to rival college. Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? We're getting a lot of Carolina love over here, yes. and I like it. <laughs> so he talks to Jasenia. She says this is a new scenario for her, and she was scared, which I'm like, this is new to everybody who comes yeah. on the show. Like, in what other situation yes. do you have 32 girls competing for one man? Right. Okay, and Jasenia, she's real cute. Like, she's real pretty. But when she – I guess that was the first time I felt like I'd really – they singled her out and she was just talking, but I was real annoyed with her voice and what she was saying. I was like, I just feel like you're saying what you think you're supposed to be saying. Oh, you did not want me to put you down? <laughs> Are you okay down there? <laughs> Do you want to go play with Asher? You seem okay, so I'm going to leave you there until you start screaming at me. <laughs> you just talking? What do you, what do you want? Are you chewing on the chair now? <laughs> Daddy. 
happy. Okay, you seem happy. Mm-hmm. All right, so Jasenia, are you talking about this conversation about the infidelity and everything? I mean, maybe not the infidelity part because I don't know about her relationships, but like everything else, I was—I don't know. I was just really annoyed with her. Interesting. She didn't stand out to me particularly, other yeah. than they had this conversation. I think it was just her voice just bugged. I can't me. even remember what her voice sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll have to pay more attention to her now. Are you going for the charging cable? I bet you are. I can pull that up so you don't try to chew on it. Okay. I think our kids are happy now. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying, <Jesenia. laughs> She's dealt with a lot of infidelity, and that makes it hard for her to trust. Her parents have been through so much, but she doesn't even say what that was. Matt says, being a man has certain responsibilities. Protect your wife, protect your family, love your wife, and love your family. He says he would never put her through dealing with infidelity. If there's anything I could do that would make you feel more comfortable. And just then he says, a kiss would be nice. Which that I could see. That was yeah. a little little too much there. I'm like, okay, you line that up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't so know. So the kiss. Mm. I just think it's weird when, and I think it was just her and Victoria, when they're like, no, was it, did Brie ask for a kiss? Because she said something like. Um, wasn't it how. He said, yeah, you'll have to make it up to me or something, which wasn't directly asking for a kiss, but it was. Yeah, it was like (laughs) indirectly asking, yeah. But directly saying like, he's like, you know, I would never cheat on you and yeah, how can I make you feel more comfortable? She's like, you could kiss me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, okay. (laughs) So they kiss. So we cut back to the resort. The girls are chatting, there's a knock, and it's another date card, and it says, Sarah, the sky is the limit for us. <laughs> Which, oh, never mind, we'll get into that later. <laughs> Back to the after party. Victoria, she yeah. says, I have a lot of sides to me. I feel like I have to quote everything out that she says, because yeah. it's so ridiculous. It is. I have a lot of sides to me. I come across confident, but I'm still human and not always that way. I have insecurities, too. You're such a prize and a lot was on the line. And picking out a dress, I was like, I hope I don't look that. <laughs> Matt says, you look great today and you looked great night one. Which I was like, that is a lie. She looked like a hot mess. Yes. And she still looks like a hot she mess. She does. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that later. Oh my I gosh. thought she looked a hot mess at the rose ceremony. And that was totally fishing for compliments, Oh, too. yeah. So annoying. <laughs> oh. Matt says, I try to come across like I have everything together as well. And I don't, it helps me understand the way you are. And I love that about you. That's the reason you're still here because I enjoy these things about you. I'm like, he's just saying stuff. There's no way. Like, you just watch them. I'm like, there's no way he actually is interested in her. No, he's just too nice of a guy. Victoria says, I want to get closer with you and share more things. And Matt says, can I take you back upstairs? (laughs) Victoria says... Yeah, can I have a kiss before we go? Matt says, sure. And so they kiss. And it's so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. (laughs) You can totally tell that he's just playing along. Victoria says, I haven't been that deep with a guy like that in a while. And I think that surprised him. Like, yeah, you went real deep there. Yeah, that was such a deep conversation. (laughs) I hope I don't look fat in my dress. Which, I think about that every time I get dressed to go to church. (laughs) Like... That is a common issue, especially after you have a baby. (laughs) But yeah. There was nothing about that conversation that brought you guys closer or connected you on any level. It just felt very superficial. Yes. 
Matt comes back, asks to have a conversation with Lauren, and grabs the rose. I think right before that, which I didn't write down, but she was saying something about how she's going to get the rose and stuff. Yeah. So he grabs the rose. Victoria looks upset. And then he says that him and Lauren share similar values, and so he gives her the rose. So Matt thanks everybody and leaves. And I said it looked like he was about to hit his head on the door frame as he walked out. Oh, I see that. Which, how tall are door frames? You got a lot to say. How tall are door frames? 36 by 80 inches, but uh, how tall is that? I don't want to do the math. A standard door frame height, so six foot eight. And he's what? Six Six foot five. So that's pretty close. Yeah. Wow. That's like, that's three inches. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. So, is that so? (laughs) (laughs) What are you looking at? Is there anything on the screen? Just yourself. (laughs) Victoria's complaining about how she didn't get a rose. (laughs) And I said, it's all about Victoria. Of course it is. Sarah and Matt. Do their date. Oh, I didn't write this down. Because they were standing on a runway, right? And he's, yeah. she's like, tell me what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing or something. I'm like, what did your... It literally said the sky is the limit for us. Yeah. What did you what think? What did you think? <laughs> I thought they walked to the runway, though. I don't remember. I, I For some reason, I just wrote a biplane ride. And that's what I wrote about well, obviously there was more I wanted to say, but I can't remember because if I don't write it down, I don't remember yeah. it. But she said something like, what are we doing? I'm like, girl, it says the sky is the limit. Yeah. What are you, what else are you doing? Okay. And she totally had like a brown pilot jacket on. Yeah. It was like, like brown leather with the fur. Yes. She was ready. She wasn't stupid. What She's are we like, doing? I know what's going on. So they're going on a biplane ride. Sarah said, this looks like the first plane ever invented. And I was just like, North Carolina first in flight. Yeah. <laughs> Which it does. Have you ever been to the Wright Brothers Memorial in the Outer Banks where they did the first have, flight? But it's been a long time. I think they have. I don't remember if it's the original plane or like a replica, but they've mm-hmm. got like a big plane in there. It's yeah. Really cool. So, yeah, it looks pretty similar from what I can rem- remember. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Our daughters are becoming friends and it's adorable. <laughs> Did she take your passie? Everyone just snorted. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> So they're in the plane. And like the first half of the ride, Matt just keeps hiding his face in her jacket. Did you oh, notice yes. that? He's, like, hugging her, but he's, like, burying his face in her shoulder. I'm like, what is he doing? Is well, he scared? I wonder if it was the wind, because then she put those sunglasses on. I was like, oh, where maybe did it those was. come from? Maybe it was the wind. Oh, so he's just going to let her face suffer and bury his yeah. in her jacket. And then she keeps doing, like, the little talking over thingies, and she's wearing his jacket in those. Did you notice? Oh, no. Like, where they cut to her, and she's talking, and she's wearing, like, his blue bomber jacket. Oh. I'm like... She had a jacket, right? Yeah. Did they like go tradesies and he's wearing a fluffy brown one? <laughs> Maybe I missed that. Their plane flies over the girls as they're back at the house talking, of course, and they wave. And someone says, "All right, go away now." 
Sarah says she's more private and it takes more time to open up and she doesn't want to bring up uncomfortable things right off the bat. So they're done with their plane ride. They go into the woods and there's a couch and a campfire set up, which was really cute. But I was also like, I wonder how to carry that couch all the way out into the yeah. woods. <laughs> Just find like a random spot. Yeah. <laughs> or how long they had to carry the couch until they found the perfect spot. So they're talking about family. Um, Sarah says she's used to texting and calling her family all the time. They're very supportive. <laughs> Are you chewing on her, Passy? She doesn't suck on them. She chews on them. And she's got, like, the ones that have, like, the hole on the back. And she'll oh, yeah. shove her pinky into it and chew on it. But she can't get it off herself. So she just sits there with the pacifier on her pinky. That's funny. Asher used to do that because he had those same ones. So Matt says his mom is very supportive. She wants someone in his life, his emergency contact. Because he's like, you know how you always fill out the forms and there's an emergency contact? I want to find that person. Yeah, and Stephanie, when I was watching it with her, she's like, uh, she's like, I thought you were supposed to put someone that's not in your household. She's like, I don't ever put my spouse. And I was like, I always put my spouse. I'm like, I think Am you I doing are, it right? I would think so. Because if you're by yourself, you want them to call your spouse. Yeah. I'd want them to know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I put Justin, so. Yeah, I put Spencer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Matt says, your mom was supportive, but how does your pops feel about it? Your pops. <laughs> she says, he is the most sincere, loving, awesome dad ever. I'm close with my mom, but I think I'm even closer to my dad. And then Matt says, he had a great time, but he could tell Sarah was struggling with something. So they get to the dinner date. Matt wants to have a deeper conversation about family. Sarah says it's hard for her to take those walls down because she's a private person. When she was in college, her family noticed changes with her dad's health and behavior. He was diagnosed with ALS Lou Gehrig's disease. She says mentally you're the same person, but you slowly lose the ability to speak and walk and do normal function. There's no cure and there's a life expectancy of two to five years. And it's been five years for her dad. Um, watching this disease progress and him not being able to express himself and speak and his voice changing, it was unimaginable. She quit her job anchoring in TV news to become a caregiver for her dad. She says she wants to reciprocate the things that, you know, he did for her when she was little, like getting in and out of bed, brushing his teeth, feeding him, and brushing his hair. It's brought their family close. She says, I'm just at a loss for words right now because I feel like I just poured my heart out. Which was really heartfelt conversation yeah. and that's i cannot even imagine what that'd be like me either matt says i can't imagine what you're going through in my life the only thing that's giving me strength through any adversity and tough times is my faith i'm gonna be praying for your pops and your family which was really sweet yeah that was sweet and he says hearing her story gives him chills because he can't think of a more selfless act and the fact that she should be home with her pops and her family but she's here with me having dinner i don't know what to say it's an honor and I love that he acknowledged that, like, how big of a sacrifice that was. Yeah. She says, to be honest, I wasn't even sure if I should be here. It was hard to leave him. He's an amazing, positive, inspiring person, and he wanted me to find love. I felt less calling to be here. When I saw you were The Bachelor, I really wanted to be here, but it's hard because family is everything. I'm just grateful to be here and spend time with you. He says he's, he's honored. Yeah, yeah. Knows the sacrifice it took. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being strong for your dad and your family are qualities I'm looking for. And then he asked, what can I do? <laughs> what can I do throughout this experience to show you I can be someone you want to be with? 
Which I feel like he's asked that question to several people. And I like that because I feel like a lot of times the bachelor or the bachelorette are like, you all are here for me. And it's nice that he's like, how can I be here for you? Or what do you need from me as well? Like reciprocating that. Mm -hmm. And I like that because it acknowledges like, I'm not the only one sacrificing something here. Like all of these people are here sacrificing their time and everything. Do you want to go play? But yeah, I agree. I really like that. Um, she says, so, what? She says, so far, everything's been amazing. Just wants him to be as real as possible. She said, life is going to throw curveballs. Oh my gosh. Life is going to throw. <laughs> it's always like the closer we get to the end, they like. Yeah. Like, Wait. I'm like two thirds of the way through my notes. We gotta get this done. Okay. It's not always gonna be beautiful dates, sunsets, and plane rides. I feel comfortable with you. I don't take it light- lightly. There's something special. Matt gives her the rose and they kiss. They go for a dip in the hot tub and make out some more. So, I like Sarah. I do too. She's got a good heart. Yeah. And then we cut from the dinner date to the cocktail party. There's like no girls talking in between in the house. It's just straight to the cocktail party. And we get, tell me if you noticed this. We get the girls walking up the stairs. And I said, whoever is wearing the white jacket dress, you can see her whole butt. Oh, I missed that. Okay, well, we're going to have to go back and I have to show you that. It's like Tasha's nipple. This is her butt. Like, you see her whole freaking butt. I'm trying to remember who was in a white dress. It was Serena C. They didn't show her much, but it was like a white jacket dress, but it was Mm -hmm. super short and she had like really thigh high sparkly boots. It was a whole look. It was a choice. I do remember the sparkly boots. I do remember that because I remember being like, whoa, those boots are a lot. They barely showed her, but you see her whole freaking butt. And I had to go back a few times. I'm like, yeah, that's her whole butt. They didn't black box it or anything. (laughs) All right. Where is it? Where does the cocktail party start? It's going to be right here. Oh. You see her? Yes. That's totally oh her whole Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's, like, nothing to cover no. her up. So, that was, that's why I said that was a choice. <laughs> yes, it was. Here, you can play over here. She's like, if that girl's going to show up in her lingerie, I'm going to show off my butt. <laughs> so, Matt pulls up to the front of the hotel, and he pops out of that teeny tiny red car. This six-foot... What, six foot five man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, it looks like he's coming out of a clown car. And then he stands up and he's literally twice as tall as the car. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. that I wonder how uncomfortable it was for him to be in that little tiny car. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight we have one last opportunity to share how we're feeling. So cheers. He talks to Abigail first. It's hard being in a group setting where they're all dating the same guy. And then they make a signal to each other, which was really I cute. Know. I liked that a lot. So she said she'll like fix her earring or pull on her ear and it'll be like her blowing him a kiss and letting him know that she sees him. And he's like, I like that. And I'll do something low key back. You have to pay attention though. And Abigail's like, okay, I'll just stare at you the whole night. <laughs> and Matt's like, deal. 
It was really cute. It was cute. Um, Matt says, Abigail is one of the sweetest people I've ever met, and I don't have to try hard to have a good time. Conversation just flows, and she makes me laugh. So the night's off to a good start. You're that Abigail, you're sweetie. Um, so they cut through some of the conversations. Rachel says there's some kind of connection. Kit says, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster going up, 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 and I'm just at the top chilling. I said, well, are you waiting for that drop? Because yeah. you don't just stop at the top of a roller coaster. Him and Maggie are talking about what an Ethiopian-style dinner would be like. Then he talks to Marilyn. Marilyn says it's been a challenging week, and she keeps thinking, did I say something that rubbed him the wrong way? He hasn't asked me on a date. Does he want me to be here? Which... She's got, like, zero confidence. Yes. Zero self-confidence. She was the one the first night, too, that was like, give me the rose, please. Please like me. Please yeah. love me. Yeah. <laughs> Matt says, I don't want you to be nervous. We had a great conversation night one, and I want you to know that I see you, and because you weren't on the date doesn't mean I wasn't thinking about you. He said that she mentioned her favorite flower was an orchid, so he gave her an orchid. Yeah, that was cute. But- <sighs> We were cracking up and joking that the producers just, like, put it there. And they were like, here, give her these. (laughs) I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. But I bet that was the producer. Yeah. (laughs) Marilyn is just speechless. So she goes back talking with the girls about the flower. And you can just tell on Victoria's face. She is so jealous. Yes. And we cut to her saying, Marilyn is toxic. I wasn't going to tell him about her, but my ultimate state is of love. What does that even mean? I don't want to be around her toxic energy. I'm an empath. Uh-oh. I'm an empath, and me being around that energy can sometimes take over. So Marilyn should go home. I feel like I need to fill him in. What is an empath? It means you're really sensitive to other people's energies around you, and you tend to take those on yourself. So if you're around a lot of negative energy, you take on that negative energy. Well, Marilyn's got to be around her all the time. So maybe it's the other way around. It's like if you're an empath, you would understand how you're making people around you feel. Yeah. And you are clueless to that. So Victoria goes and talks to Matt. She says, I have things I want to tell you because last time I brushed over some things. It's really hard in the house. Marilyn was my roommate. She tries to manipulate situations and is straight up toxic. So I had to sleep on the couch because having that in the house is hard. And I don't think you've had that experience. It was crazy. Matt said, I had no idea that was going on. I apologize for brushing over that when you were trying to tell me that. She said, it's okay. I wasn't ready to share it yet. Matt asked Victoria if she's talked to Marilyn since it happened. She said, I just avoid her now because she's so toxic. Which, if she's not willing to have a mature conversation with someone that would be a red flag in my head (laughs) he liked that show victoria says i'm still able to maintain a positive attitude but at the same time i want to share with you how toxic the house can be he says i'm glad you shared that with me because i want to get to know the real you no because i won't get to know the real you if you have all these things weighing on you i want to get to the bottom of this and Victoria says, thank you, and walks off. And that's when you see her bra. Yes. Do you want to talk, talk oh about her Oh, my gosh. Bra? Okay, first of all, her dress, period. I'm like, what are you wearing? Just, like, bless her because. Just bless her heart. Everything she's worn, I'm just like, 
this is not look good on you. Like you need to dress more. Whoa! Yeah, her bra is like the straps are hanging out, the whole back part is hanging out. I'm like Victoria, <laughs> and it's like black. Yeah, it was like black lined and white in the middle. Yes. It was it was not a good look. No. It just looks trashy. She always looks trashy. Yes, she does. Oh, we were talking about how she looks like she has bags under her eyes, too. Like, they're bad. Yes. I saw a thing on Instagram. It was like, I need to know what her nightly routine is so that I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my sister's sister-in-law was like, it's because she's been sleeping on the couch. Oh, yeah. (laughs) True. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Matt says, it seems like Marilyn has been bullying Victoria. Which, if you look at Marilyn, it's like she does not have the confidence to bully someone. (laughs) Not at all. He says, I'm not about that. It's whack. Victoria hasn't held anything back for me. Why would she make this up? How would you know if she's holding anything back? Yeah. You don't know her well enough. You hardly talk to her. I don't know how I feel about Marilyn right now. I need to talk to her and get to the bottom of this. So he goes off and grabs Marilyn. She says, are you okay? Am I in trouble? (laughs) Victoria talks to the girl, says, I have to talk to you guys. I told him how awful Marilyn was to me. She's not quality. (laughs) She's not quality. (laughs) What? MJ says, I wouldn't agree. I've never seen her be mean to anyone. I guess this is not a positive conversation they're having. And then later, she's talking to Maggie, too. And Maggie's like, I wasn't there, but I've never gotten that from Marilyn. Yeah. So Marilyn and Matt are talking. Matt says, I just had a conversation with Victoria, and she mentioned some hurtful things that you said to her, and I was confused. Marilyn says, I'm not usually one to involve myself in drama. I'm here to be with you, and I feel like I need to defend myself. At this point, it's my word against hers, and I can tell you with 100% honesty, I'm not the type of person that would spite anyone. She says, she's jeopardizing my time with you. That's not okay. What can I do to help you see that I'm telling the truth? And I liked that question. Yeah. Because, I mean, how is he going to know who's telling the truth? And she's like, what do you need from me? Um, Matt says, I'm just concerned. I've got a lot to think about. I'm going to head out. So Marilyn comes back, asks Victoria if they can talk outside. Uh, Victoria says, you can sit here and talk. I'm not going outside because it's freezing. So the other girls are like, we'll leave. So you guys can chat. Marilyn tries to sit on the couch next to Victoria Victoria gets up and moves to the other couch and says so that you can look me in the face and say if anything I said wasn't the truth. She's so immature and petty. I know. and But good for Marilyn how she handles herself because I would not have handled myself as well. I can't deal with people like that. Me either. It drives me crazy. Marilyn says there's a lot of miscommunication. Victoria says, I'm listening. Just say what you need to say. Which that makes me just want to slap her. Just say what you need to say. Marilyn says it's a little loud and then asks if she can sit next to Victoria. And she's like, no, I don't want to sit next to you. You can't sit with us. Yeah, you can't sit with us. (laughs) Marilyn says, all right, I'm going to speak my heart to you. And Victoria says, go for it. Like, everything she says, I'm like, I just want to slap you so bad. Just stop. Like, Marilyn says, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. And and Victoria cuts her off and says, thank you. I accept your apology. But I think we have very different realities of what occurred. Which, that's stupid. Like, there is one reality of what actually happened. Right. (laughs) Marilyn says, I acknowledge that you feel this way. And regardless of what happened, and Victoria cuts her off again, 
She says, but if it didn't happen, why are you apologizing? Which, that makes no sense. No. Who said it didn't, like, plant? Even if she didn't say, say what those the- exact words, she can apologize for how she made you feel if she didn't mean to make you feel that way. Yeah. And that's totally a mature thing to do. Right. <clears throat> like, that that wasn't my intention. I'm sorry it came off that way. Marilyn said, Matt said, you think I'm toxic and manipulative. And Victoria says, I do think you were those things. I'm like, no, Victoria, you were those things. Yeah. Marilyn says, I don't want to continue fighting. <laughs> Victoria says, I'm not trying to fight either, but I think that we're like oil and vinegar. Yeah. You mean oil and water? Yeah. I'm pretty sure oil and vinegar, they mix, right? I think so. I think oil and vinegar mix. You mean oil yeah. and water. We're like oil and vinegar. We get along real well. (laughs) And Marilyn says, I think we can come to an understanding if we try. And Victoria says, I don't care to, Marilyn. (coughs) Marilyn says, I did not say those things. And Victoria gets up, says, this discussion, I need a break. You're too much for me. And Marilyn's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh, I was so irritated at that point. Because she hardly said, Marilyn hardly said anything. Never raised her voice. Never said anything mean or anything and she's like you're just too much i'm like but she's no. like she's not enough no. <laughs> she's so timid and quiet like it's not she's too much she's just not enough she can't yeah. speak up if matt is looking back at this watching i was at this point i was like the producer i know the producers want the drama but i'll be like okay let me watch what is happening yes. please because he's gonna look like a real idiot if he sends Marilyn home i know so Victoria walks off and she says she's straight up crazy. All the girls are talking about Victoria and how she's started all this drama. Marilyn's talking to Abigail. She says, I can't do this anymore. I just want to crawl into a ball. And so Abigail gives her a hug. MJ says, causing this drama to get attention is not the way to go about this. Everyone's talking about how she's taking up everyone's time and half the girls haven't even talked to him. Kayla says, Victoria, may I ask why you felt the need to talk to Matt about the tension in the house? Victoria says, you know, to have him be able to relate to it, which is a stupid reason. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I want him to be able to relate to what we're going through because you want him to feel the drama? Like, yeah. that's, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Katie says, I don't think he needed to know that. Victoria said, but whoever you're in a relationship with, aren't you going to tell them things? And I was like, whoever she ends up with. Poor guy, because all she's going to do is whine and complain about every person she talks to. And she'll be a spoiled brat. Yep. Uh, Katie says, to stress him out with our issues among the girls was super unnecessary. Enter Chris, and it's time for the rose ceremony. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Are you putting their pulp under that tiny little... (laughs) Y'all having fun? (laughs) Just your two babies under there. So it's time for the rose ceremony. Victoria's talking about how (laughs) Victoria's talking about how she's not worried about the rose and she wants Marilyn to go home because she hates her. I'm like, that's really strong language. She says the queen doesn't go home. Matt does his typical bachelor speech. Victoria looks rough. Yes. This is when her under eye bags look the worst. They were so bad. So the roses go to Piper, Kit, Maggie, Rachel, Abigail, Chelsea, Jasenia, Katie, Serena C. And then Sarah kind of steps off the little risers and Brie helps her off and walks her off and sits her down. And Sarah's about to pass out. 
Matt goes to check on her. They call for a medic. She says she's blacking out. And to be continued. I knew that was going to happen. I was like, they're not going to. I was like really annoyed that they stopped there. Because I I bet it's going to be so anticlimactic at the beginning of the next episode. It's going to be like, oh, she's just dehydrated. Yeah, she's fine. She probably just locked her knees from when she was standing there. Like, Like, I hope she's okay, but it's not going to be anything like crazy dramatic. So coming up, looks like there's going to be lots of crying, lots of drama. They give us no context for any of it. But he obviously keeps Victoria because she's there. Again. Yeah. And all the drama probably is Victoria's fault. Yep. <laughs> I didn't see Marilyn, though, but I think they did that on purpose. Yeah. So even if he does keep her, you don't see her. Man, if he keeps Victoria and sends Marilyn home, like, I get it if you just don't have a connection with Marilyn. But yeah. But also... He gave her the flower, and then he's going to send her home. Yeah. Like, that, that's, no. That makes no sense. We'll see what happens. The blooper is the flipped ATV. They're trying, <laughs> well, they're going to go try and flip it back over. As they're walking over, Bree smuds, smuds? Bree smears mud all over his arm, and then he pulls her through the mud like she's mud skiing. <laughs> and shows, like, she's wearing white sneakers. Yeah. I'm like, oh. The other thing was, like. I would be so mad if I bought all these nice clothes yeah. and then I have to go play in the mud and get them ruined. Yeah. Because, like, I've heard that people that go on that show go into debt. Oh, yeah. Buying their Buying outfits. their designer clothes. We were just and then you have to roll around in the mud. Yeah. So they start flipping it. Bree's like, I smell gas. Yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh, this thing. Which we already know it doesn't explode. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, what if it explodes? Yeah. They finally flip it over, and Bree's like, I did that. <laughs> and Matt's like, that's so impressive. <sighs> yeah. Wow, we got all that in, like, an hour. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm impressed I with I am ourselves. impressed with us. So, yeah. Uh, I like when they show those, like, extra parts of the date, though, because I'm like, those are the parts you didn't get to see, and I feel like those are the most real moments when they both have to just be, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. They seemed more comfortable in that time. So, what I take away from this is I still don't like Victoria. Yep. Pretty much. (laughs) And, oh, we were going to do our new top three, which I want to know who he sends home. I I know. That makes it harder to say. Who do you think he will send home? Um... I'm thinking he's going to send home Katie, the vibrator girl. I think Sydney's going to go home. Oh, We haven't seen much of Sydney. Oh, and what's her face? Her. Kristen. Kristen. I think he'll send Kristen home because. She was one of my top ones. We haven't seen much of Kylie either. Oh, yeah. The the lingerie lingerie. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He'll keep Jacinia. He'll keep Kayla, I think. Uh, We haven't seen much of Ileana either. I bet she goes home. Maybe no, we've seen some. I Chelsea. think he'll keep Chelsea. Yeah, she Maybe seems to be pretty level-headed. You might send her home too. Elena, mm-hmm. Alana, however you say her name. We haven't seen much of her either. How many ga- how many girls do you think he's sending home? I want to like make a prediction. Well, and see he if definitely right. keeps Anna because she was there. I saw her on the. Oh wait, that she called. He called her name though, didn't he? Or no? Oh, that's right. We have some people's names. Oh, yeah. All right. Where is it? Where is ceremony? He keeps Piper. He keeps Kit. He keeps Maggie. Uh, she's Ethiopian girl. He keeps Rachel. He's Abigail. He keeps Chelsea. He keeps Jasenia. He keeps Katie, and he keeps Serena C. Oh, he did keep Katie. Yeah, okay. I feel like she'll be inter- eventually be entertaining. Yeah. Maybe. I think Sydney goes home for sure. Yeah, I think you're right. 
I think all these girls back here stay except Sydney, maybe Kristen. I think Kylie and Ileana are also going to go home. Abigail's still in the top for me. Yes, for sure. I just, I have a hard time reading Matt. I feel like he's so nice to all the yes. girls that it's hard to tell who he actually really likes. Yeah, it's true because every girl he's with, I haven't been able, like with Tasha, I could totally tell like, oh, she's super into him. Yeah. Or she's not into him. But yeah, I can't tell with Matt. Oh. Or maybe he just doesn't know yet who he likes and who he doesn't That's like. True. Maybe they're all on the same playing field except for a few people. Because yeah. he liked Lauren, yeah. he liked Brie, he liked Abigail. Yeah. Even on the one-on-ones, I was like, is he into this? Or Like, I still was kind of questioning how he felt. With Sarah and Brie? Yes. Serena P. I don't remember anything. Serena C either. We don't see much of Serena C except her, we saw her butt, but that was it. Oh, and she is on the next one, too, I think. Because I remember seeing... I thought I saw her in the... Maybe not. Maybe she got a rose. She yeah. did. I bet Serena P. gets a rose, too. Yeah. So I, my guess is if he gets rid of four girls, it's going to be Sydney, Kate, Kylie, Ileana, and somebody else. Yeah. But like I said, he's hard to read. Yes, he is. So. Which kind of makes it a little bit more fun. Yeah. And if there are spoilers, I haven't happened upon them. So... Or if I have, I forgot them. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I haven't really seen. Usually I see stuff like where you can at least open it and read the spoilers. But I feel like I haven't seen anything for The Bachelor or when The Bachelor was on. Also, there's more girls coming on. I forgot about that. Yeah. And Heather. Heather like, M. And I think, I think there's three other girls that come on. And I think it's going to be next week. I think so, too. I, my prediction with Heather, though, is he they're trying to make it dramatic, but he's going to send her home. Like, like he keeps her for a week and that's yeah, it. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, it's not going to happen. I'm very curious. I completely, I can't believe I forgot about that. That Heather M and three more, I think it's three more mm -hmm. girls. Come on. When I thought about that last night, I was like, oh, like towards the end, I'm like, hey, they never showed Heather. Yeah, she is. She likes to hold on to it to stand. She is just having the time of her life. I hope she just gets along and plays well with other kids as much as she does now. I think she's I'm also sure just oblivious will. right now. She's so, like, chill, though, and happy that I think she will. I just like to hang out and be around people. Yeah. She's such a good baby. I hope the second one's as good. <laughs> not that we're, like, planning on having another one soon. No, I guess. Because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, yeah. Mm. Anything else? I don't think so. I already forgot everything that we talked about. <laughs> Except for Victoria. I'm like, there's, she, like, takes up all the time and, and all does. the energy. And it's true. You have to quote her because it's just ridiculous. Everything she says, like, the freaking gestures. Yeah. I just die. I'm like, I can't believe she just said that. <laughs> and the oil and vinegar. Let me just Google that to make sure I'm not sounding yeah. dumb. <laughs> Do I'm oil and vinegar sure mix? But my sister's sister-in-law, she was like, I bet The Bachelor isn't as emotional. I was like, oh, honey, you don't know. Yeah, like, those boys cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just as They're much. almost meaner. Like, I feel like the girls, they're, like, petty, but it's, like, superficial. I feel like yeah. the guys really dig at each other. Yeah, like, they do. It's serious. Okay, <laughs> well, oil and vinegar do not mix. Oh. Interesting. Well... Still, the phrase is oil and water. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now I feel like a dum-dum. <laughs>
Unless you're, and you know, I think vinaigrette oil and vinegar, three parts oil to one part vinegar. So, I mean, they would make a nice vinaigrette together. Yeah. <laughs> so, they don't, they're not terrible together. Yeah. Oil and water just don't mix at all. Yeah. But if you put oil and vinegar together, you get a nice vinaigrette. Yeah. Which is my favorite and only type of dressing I like on my salad. That is good dressing. So. Oh. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's do our social medias. All right. Your <laughs> favorite part. I know. I'm always, like, nervous. No. Okay, Facebook is Babies in the Bachelor. Yep. Instagram is Babies in the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Our email is babiesinthebachelor at gmail.com. Yep. And our website, this is always the one I get wrong, babiesinthebachelor.wordpress.com. Yep. Oh! <laughs> you get it right every time and you're always surprised. <laughs> I know, because I always think I'm wrong. Well, it doesn't help that I switched up the Instagram <laughs> and the website since we started. That's true. I just wasn't happy with it, so I had to change yeah. it. Yeah. So, yep, we are usually, not usually, we are on almost all the places you can listen to a podcast, but I'm guessing if you're listening now, you already know where to find us. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a pointless thing to say. <laughs> but if you haven't, like, follow, rate, subscribe, review, whatever you do, wherever you listen, um, email us. There's a contact us on the website, message us on Instagram. We put stuff on our stories. I don't want to say all the time because some weeks I really slack and some weeks I like go overboard. There's no happy medium. (laughs) Well, sometimes the memes are just on point and sometimes they're not. Yeah. They're not there. Or life just gets busy. That's true. So. Oh, and I told you and Athena this, but my cousin invited me to go to the, what is it called? Nemecolon. Yes. The resort that they're at right now recording. Or filming, or where they were at. Anyway, <laughs> I can't go. But <laughs> if she does go, I was thinking that I should have her like take pictures and videos, and yes! then we can put them on our website. Totally, so we could like show people the place. Someone we know has been there. Yes, so I thought that'd be really cool because maybe she could like go around and see like go up those stairs and like show. I don't know. So this I is where Victoria her. biffed it on the yes! stairs. <laughs> So I'm going to see if she'll do that for me. She I still, actually goes. Or is she yeah. for sure going? I think so. They seem pretty legit. That place is pricey, though. Yeah, that's why I won't be going. <laughs> it's pricey. And it, where is it? Pennsylvania. I'm going to see. Because are they driving there? Um, I would assume so. I don't know, though. My cousin lives in Washington, D.C. right now. Well, okay, so that's like eight hours closer than we would be. Yeah. Or six hours. Well, she lives know. in McLean, which is like right outside of D.C. Yeah. So. I love D.C. I want to go to D.C. Yeah. I haven't been to D.C. in a while. We can't go to Nemecolon, but let's go to D.C. Yeah, we can't afford to stay there, but I kind of wonder if they up their prices since The Bachelor's been filmed there. I bet they do. I wonder if they do, like, a Bachelor. If they have, like, a Bachelor package (laughs) where you can, like, do a tour or something. Oh, I'm sure. It's uh, seven and a half hours from here. Yeah. That's not too bad. I mean, it's it's a long drive for a one night. Yes, for a one flipping night. But I was expecting it to be further than that. And spending, like, a lot of money. And the spa. Yeah. And the food. And the drive. Yeah. And the hotel. It's it's expensive, but. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to experience that. Maybe, but. like, in 25 years after we stay at the Bachelor Mansion. Yes. <laughs> with Chris Harrison. With Chris Harrison. <laughs> then, apparently, we have, we'll have money. And then we can go yeah. to the Nemecolon Resort. There we go. But not the La Quinta. No. We don't want to go to the La Quinta. That's what my sister, she was like, I feel so bad for Tasha. Like, how did we go from that place to this? This place and even like the dates yeah she's like how did we go from four-wheeling or from ice, ice baths to four-wheeling like 
I've oh. seen, oh, I see these memes and I always forget because I usually send them to the podcast page so uh-huh. that I can post them. But lately I've been slacking. But it was something like comparing Taisha to Matt. And it's like Taisha had a cardboard, not, or not cardboard. Taisha had a wooden taxi and Matt <laughs> has this little red sports car. Yeah. And- <laughs> it's so true. Oh, well, maybe Taisha and Zach's relationship will last because they had to. They do. didn't have all the fancy. Yes. Not superficial. I don't know, all the luxury and yeah. stuff that can, you know, blind you mm-hmm. to the, the unrealistic real stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Like Sarah said, it's not all sunsets right. and airplane rides. Yeah. Their journey was maybe a little more realistic. Not that, you know, dating 20 guys at once is realistic. Right. <laughs> but it seems like they're going to really make it. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't, I feel like... With Taisha, there were some connections that felt really real right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And with Matt, I don't see that yet. Yeah, I just feel like we're having a really slow start to his season. We'll eventually get to a good spot where he's got fewer women and he's actually making real connections. Yeah. Because right now you're just kind of like... I have no clue. Yeah. We already we did our social medias to end and we're I going know. on another 20-minute rant. Hey, we've got stuff to say. I want to share it with you. Okay, but if you follow Tasha, I love that Joe was at their run. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. They're like friends and everybody's just, for the most part, Tasha had a good group of guys. Yes, she did. And they seemed to like each other. Yes. So. And they announced that 2021, they are going to have a Bachelor in Paradise. So They did? Yes. I'm really? ready. My, well, at least my sister said she saw that. So I didn't see it with my own eyes, but. Let me look it up. Because I'm curious, like, they'd have to film it in, like, five months. So, yeah, maybe. And they better have Victoria on there. So maybe they'll do Bachelor, because I, I can't even remember what the regular rotation is anymore. I can't either. But Blake, because they had a article that came out in Blake Moines is that his name from Tasha's yeah. season he already said he won't be on Bachelor in Paradise like he doesn't him want and to Katie do it. have to meet I know but he won't do it he was like I won't go on Bachelor in Paradise okay Chris Harrison confirmed Bachelor in Paradise is coming let's see what this article says if everything goes as planned Bachelor in Paradise season 7 will premiere on August 2nd 2021 so they have a Plan. I don't know if have they announced cast most likely to go on Bachelor Paradise. I don't know who Zoe Claire McDonald. Who's that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know any of these names. Okay, literally, I don't recognize any of these names. I have no idea. Maybe it's Roxy Kennedy. Who are these people? Renee Barrett. Well, huh. this article says it's a bunch of people that I've never heard of, yeah. so I don't think that's going to be accurate. No. Well, they probably haven't announced anything for Bachelor in Paradise. It's probably just everyone's rumor. Yeah. Well, I if they do Bachelor in Paradise, I think that's my favorite one. Oh, me too. By far. It's so fun. And I only started watching Bachelor in Paradise like two years ago. I've only seen like two seasons of it. I can't remember when I started watching it. But it's it's definitely the best one. One hundred percent. My sister was like, You have to start watching it. I was like, Okay, and then I didn't, I was sucked in and I was like, How have I not watched this before? It's so good. <laughs> All right. Well All right. I can't think of anything else. So that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Babies and the Bachelor, Moms Who Enjoy Trashy TV. 
We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions and predictions. So make sure you reach out to us on our social media pages and maybe we'll share it on our next episode. So yeah, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.